Today is Monday, May 15, and it's been about six months since I filed for divorce, and I'm still trying to work through this process. I really need to light a fire under myself and make this happen. It's dragging on and on, and I haven't rushed, but it needs to be over so everybody can move on. One of the things I wanted to talk about and think about was the lack of communication and the problems in communication that Mike and I had. It's so interesting because both of us are communications majors. We both went to Southern Illinois University and majored in journalism, which is part of the um, Department of Mass Communication, and we couldn't communicate with each other. One of the things that caused us a lot of problems early on in our marriage was lies. And my lies were cover-ups for my family, my mom and my family. I was very embarrassed and humiliated by my family and who they are. If I could pick, I would pick different people. But I, I don't have that choice like none of us do, really. And so I remember omitting things, if you want to call that a lie. Mike's lies, however, were much more insidious and damaging, in my opinion. I mean, I guess a lie is a lie, but one of the first lies that he told me was um, that he was never with our our maid of honor in our wedding. Um, Christine was a girl who we went to journalism school with and she had a very slutty reputation. I'm just going to put that out there. She had lots and lots of boyfriends and I remember she used to brag about the fact that her phone number was 344-BODY, B-O-D-Y. And she just thought that was the most clever thing that she came up with and she would give out her phone number. It's 344-BODY. <laughs> and so... She was really kind of gross, um, but she was a friend of both of ours and was fun and we would party and run around and she was also a, a reporter like Mike and I were. And um, I remember saying to Mike once, you know, oh, please tell me that you weren't with her ever. And he's like, no, no way, no way. And the way I positioned the question, I sure didn't give him much room to be honest and I own that part of it. But um, two days before our wedding, he admitted that the two of them had been together and that they had conspired to lie to me about it because they didn't want me to know because they thought it would hurt my feelings or whatever. So it really contributed to the misery on our wedding day because here was one of my close friends, Christine, who lied to me and conspired with my fiance to lie. And those kind of lies early on just really, we, we were built on shaky foundation. So another lie that was really damaging was right after we moved to Texas and Mike went to work for Dell, which is notorious for excluding 
spouses from company activities and they're known to throw big parties and do all this stuff. Well, Mike had a couple of bosses who um, liked to rent party barges and they would, uh, for on Lake Austin, they would rent these big barges and they'd have music and invite all these people. And it, you know, it was interns and bikinis and all this kind of stuff. And I remember we had just moved here and um, we had our little girl. She was two and, or I might've been pregnant. And he's like, I'm going to go on this party barge for this company event. And I said, that's ridiculous. That's, I, you know, unless I can go with you, I don't think that you should go on a party barge on Lake Austin where there's alcohol and, uh, you know, girls in bikinis and all this. And it was so built up in my mind because it had been built up by the people that I talked to that I was like, no, I don't, I don't want you to go. I think that's bullshit. I'm at home with our toddler and you're going to go on this party barge, you know, take me with you or you're not going. And he ended up not going and it caused... Um, friction between us because he thought that I was controlling and he said it made him look bad at work. Well, I I said, I think going on a party barge with a bunch of interns and bikinis makes you look bad. So, you know, and come to find out later, Mike had to go through sexual harassment sensitivity training anyway. So, but another thing that happened was Mike um, said he was going to go on this weekend trip to Lubbock to go to some Texas Tech football games. And I'm like, really? You don't even know Texas Tech or, you know, what's the deal? And he said, oh, it's a bunch of guys. It's a guy's weekend. We're going to go and we're going to overeat and eat bad food and go to all these football games. And I said, really? Okay. Um, And that's going to be it? Yep. That's going to be it. Nothing else. We're just going to be in the middle of nowhere uh, at a football game and, you know, guys weekend. And I said, okay, well go ahead and go. I said, but you know, don't, don't do anything to screw this up. You know, be, behave, have fun, go out, be wild, drink beer, go to the ball game, eat hot dogs, whatever. But, you know, please don't make me regret being cool with this, you know? And so, yeah, I had him on a leash, I guess he would probably tell you. But, you know, we were newly married, just moved to Texas. I had a toddler. I didn't, I didn't want him to screw it up. And so he went on the football weekend and um, went and had a good time and came back. And it, it seemed to be fine. And he came home and, you know, was tired, said he had a great time. And I said, what did you do? And he recounted the activities. And I said, that was it. You guys didn't go to any strip clubs or you know, party with any women or anything like that. Nope. Nope. Nothing like that. I was like, okay, well, great. Well, I guess, I guess you are capable of going away and having a a nice weekend with your coworkers and, and having fun. So then, um, I'm trying to remember the order that it happened, but they ended up going again a year later. It's like some big football tournament thing that's, um, uh, a year later. And I remember I was at a party with Mike and 
it was a Dell party. It was a whole bunch of people in someone's apartment. It was really ridiculous. It was crammed with people. And I was talking to a guy that he worked with that had also gone on the football trip. And he said, yeah, we're getting ready to go again or something. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if they had just come back from the trip. No, they they were getting ready to go on the trip again. And I was ta- standing there talking to this guy and and I said, yeah, I guess you guys had a good time last year. You're going back again. And he's like, oh, my God, we had a blast and this and that. And I said, yeah, I heard about all the fun. He said, oh, you heard about the strip clubs. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard all about that. Yeah, we went to the strip club and oh, my gosh, and what a night and, you know, all this kind of thing. So he basically outed Mike that Mike had lied. And so later... Uh, I said to Mike, you know, you're a liar. You lied. I asked you point blank if you went to a strip club. You said no. And now you're getting ready to go on this trip again. I think this is bullshit. And I'm home with our two kids. By this point, our son was born. He was a baby. And Tori was three. And uh, I said, you lied. What, you know, what is your problem? Why, why can't you tell the truth? Well, you would have been upset. You would have been mad, he said. I said, so what? I'd have been mad. That's fine. And first of all, if if you're doing behavior when you're married and you know your spouse is going to be mad, why are you doing it anyway? But whatever. You went to a strip club, so what? I mean, I think those places are, you know, desperate and disgusting. But, you know, if he would have been caught up in the moment, and and I told him this. I said, if you'd have been with all the guys in a car caught up in the moment, they're all, they all want to go, you know, I wouldn't expect you to, to back out and, you know, have them tease you and stuff. But to come home and lie? I mean, it's so cowardly. Like, what is the deal? Just tell me. So what if I'm mad? I'll be mad for a few days and then we'll be over it. And I'll be glad you told me the truth. Now I'm mad that you went and that you lied. And it was just ridiculous circular fighting. So, um, he went on the trip again and I said, I can't believe you're going to go. I don't want you to go. I think it's, this is just bullshit. You know, be you're gone at work all, all day, every day, and now you're going to be gone all weekend. And, you know, looking back, it, I shouldn't have given him such a hard time about going because I should have just done my own thing and been happy. But, you know, we have two little kids, and I thought his behavior was just juvenile. So uh, I remember he was gone on the trip, and I got on the phone. I don't remember if I called her or she called me with Mike's boss's wife. I think she, she might've called to check on me or to see, cause you know, I was there by myself with no family and kids. And I, I don't remember how Dawn and I got on the phone, but we were on the phone together and, and I said, yeah, I guess they're having a, a, a great time. You know, they like to go to these strip clubs and yeah, I said it because her husband is my husband's boss. And I wanted to make sure that she knew that her husband was in there and according to Mike, the ringleader of this. And she said, oh, are they really, you know, that's so stupid. And I said, yeah, it is stupid. And I said, you know, how do you feel about it? She's like, well, I don't, I don't really care or whatever. And I remember thinking, wow, you don't really care that your husband is, you know, going out of town to go to a strip club. You know, I've been in those things. I know what goes on. And she didn't really care. I was like, wow, okay, the joke's on me. So afterward, Mike came back, and I don't know if they went to 
the strip club again. It's called Players. It's in Lubbock. But, you know, those kind of lies like that, they ruin a marriage because they accumulate. You know, it has an accumulative effect over time where you begin to not trust that person. You know, okay, well, where were you at lunch? Well, were you really? You know, then then when you're telling the truth, it's you don't know if the person is lying. And, you know, Mike always says, well, I have to lie because you get so mad or you go off or whatever. It's like, you know, fine, man up. So what if I get mad at you? Deal with it. You know, have the courage to deal with it. So what if I get mad? If I get mad, it's my problem. But be honest. You know, his, his lies were exhausting. His lies were exhausting. And I can remember my friend Carrie saying to me, Lisa, just do whatever you want. You know, just go out and do whatever you want. I mean, she thought he was an asshole. He lied. And when he was home, he wasn't emotionally or physically available. He was in the garage day and night and would seal himself off from me and the kids. And she said, you should just do whatever you want. And at some point in my marriage, I did just start doing whatever I wanted uh, because I was lonely. And, you know, I, I started playing tennis. I started singing in the choir and doing all these other activities outside of my marriage like that. And I um, would go to dinner parties and neighborhood parties and stuff without him. And eventually I had to just stop caring. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but one time we went to South Padre Island, which we used to go to every single year. We went to South Padre Island and for a family vacation and my whole family was there. My mom, my sister, all my little nieces and nephews, my uncle and his wife and, um, Mike brought his Xbox or PlayStation or I don't know, one of those gaming systems because he has them all. And he spent the entire week, we were there seven days, he spent the entire week sequestered in our hotel room playing video games. We didn't have a hotel room, actually. We rented a house, and we all stayed in it. There was like 25 of us. And we were on the top floor, like the fourth floor or something, and he stayed in there the entire time playing some video game that he wanted to conquer. And I can remember my cousin saying, I thought Mike came along. And I said... Yeah, he did. He's upstairs. He's, you know, he even ate his meals in there. I look back at that stuff and go, God, I, I I can't believe I was married to that person. What a, what a bummer that was. But we were married. We've been married, uh, over it'll, it'll be 19 years here coming up in September. Anyway, the, the communication breakdowns really did us in.